run, don't walk. The Massive Chemist Warehouse Mother's Day fragrance sale ends this week. This is Izzy and Kempi for breakfast on SENZ. Wherever she goes, I go, we roll, we go. Flying over cities down to Rio, it's real. Love that I feel, oh, nothing lasts forever, but I'm down for the minute, so just chill. Wherever she goes, I go, we roll, we go. Flying over cities down to Rio, it's real. Love that I feel, oh, nothing lasts forever, but I'm down for the minute, so just chill. Yes, good morning. Izzy Kempi for breakfast, SCNZ. It's great to be back on the airways, refreshed, ready to rip in after a big weekend of sport and some beautiful whānau time. I hope you had some great times with all your family and loved ones. I certainly did for sure. Big good morning to you, Mr Tony Kemp up there in Auckland. We got Ricardo Ball in the back room helping us out with Longside Neeps. We've got Aroha keeping us up to date. With all things news and sport, Kempi, how are you? How are you? How was your weekend, brother? Yeah, good morning, mate. Yeah, no, it was, wasn't too bad. We uh, we obviously me and Sam Hewitt called the the league on Saturday afternoon up in Magic Ground. It's been a massive weekend of rugby mm. league. Finishing with that game last night, where the Titans got up against uh, Stevie's Parramatta Eels. Oh, and Ricardo, Ricardo's a Parramatta Eels supporter too. Um, yeah, mate, just a like. The, the way that they put that round on and and sold out, I think the sold-out signs went up on Friday morning. Um, man, it's a big weekend for people if you go over there to try and last three days of rugby league, finishing at like, what would that be, 9 o'clock last night. Um, but, yeah, just I think a, a big, big another big weekend of uh, of sports. Super rugby too, mate. Well, what about that, you know? The Drua <laughs> getting up over the, over the uh, Hurricanes. I was watching that while I was – commentating the rugby league and I was going man it's just like the last time the Drua went over there um, and on top of they they just ha- hung and hung and hung and got the penalty and I was thinking mate don't miss this one and he's uh, he slotted it to get that win against Geordie Barrett um, Geordie Barrett's Hurricanes was um, yeah mate good weekend good weekend of sport all round yeah, the rugby league and, and super rugby. They're, they're a comparison in terms of some maybe a couple of games, but entertainment aside, whoa, that magic round looks so good. Oh, absolutely loved it over there in Brisbane, Suncorp Stadium. I thought, yeah, the track was looking a little bit, uh, a little bit old and and maybe just used, but it actually held up not too bad. You know, considering how much rugby league had been playing there over the weekend, it actually held up not too. Yeah, pretty okay mm. towards the end of it. But, mate, again, look, I just can't. Like, I can't believe we went through that, uh, you know, our little fantasy super <laughs> super uh, rugby league team and, and no one for the life of us was going the Dolphins. 
And they have done it again, Kempe. They've done it again. They got out to 30 nil. 30 nil, mate. They just couldn't stop scoring tries in the first half. It was like against the Cronulla side that's been red hot 2 1 3 of the last um, games. And Nico Hines talked him up all last week about being the number six for Origin. Mate, geez. After that game last, um, on, last game on Saturday night. And then, of course, uh, you know, you've got. The way that Cody Walker's playing, Jerome Luai that gets the win against Penrith. Oh, mate, the Dolphins for me are just we we got them twice coming home, the Warriors. So the Dolphins for me, they're gonna they're gonna sting a few teams. They can they can play football. If you if you haven't been watching them and you've just been putting them off, watch some of the football they play. Their football's really good. Yeah, real good. They play a nice solid brand of football. They love to they're entertaining, Kimpy. They're entertaining, and then they have unearthed this. Well, I don't know. Everyone's calling the next Mal Meninga, Valens <laughs> Tefale, and he is big. He doesn't look Tefale. like he can move. He can't even look like he can move. But mate, he's deceivingly quick, agile, can get through gaps, strong, and he's obviously scored a couple on the weekend. Now everyone's talking about this young kid that Wayne Bennett's unearthed. Has he got a Kiwi passport? He has, isn't he? Well, he is. He's from Waikato. He played NPC. I think I've got about seven games in for the Waikato team. And um, Valence Defoe. So he'll be Kiwis hard, eh? Oh, 100%. Did the hucker after the game. The Bromwich <laughs> boys did that hucker for him in the grandstand along. It was quite cool, actually, watching him go up into the grandstand and give his mum a kiss. And he had a heap of whanau over there. Um, and still reckons he's still working out the rules. It was one of the highlights of the weekend, uh, his matchup against Talakai, um, the Cronulla yeah. Centre. I thought Talakai got him on points, although he did score a couple of tries. Uh, Valence to Fuddy, but man, it was a battle. Both of them going hammer and tong at each other. Um, he needs a bit of match fitness in first grade, but he don't look out of place. He reminds me of a mate of mine called Carl Hall, who used to play for Mount Albert. He's up only owner of Doncaster at the moment. The same sort of build, built like Ricardo, really. Uh, pocket rocket, you know. <laughs> and and the thing with it, when you're carrying, you know, a decent set of um, pins on you and an upper body, mate, he can move. Like when he got the ball and he took, he caught that ball. It would 15 metres out from the try line, bounced off his outside foot, and then ran between two players and said, you know, just try and tackle me, scuttled them. See you later, boys. This is this is my debut, and I'm going to score a try. So he's real good. Ricardo's coming in here. He's coming in hot. I was, I was having a look at something the other day, boys, uh, that came out of, of this game, the Dolphins game. You know that 17 that they played on the weekend magic round? Nine of them are junior Kiwis. Is that right? Nine. Nine. Wow. Yeah, they'll end up playing State of Origin and playing for Aussie. They get confused now, there, when they go to Aussie. There's our feeder. There's <laughs> our feeder. That's our feeder team over there in Australia. We've got one back. Let's go. Yes. Oh, yeah. No, he was he was really good, mate. And that was, the, I guess, the game of the round, the Dolphins. No one picked it. 30-0 um, going into, uh, I think it was 30-6 to six going into half time. And, yeah, it was, mate, just a, just a clinic by the Dolphins. They never looked like losing that. Plenty to talk about, Kempe. There's plenty to uncover, and we'll get your thoughts shortly. But double eight, double three on the Temper Bedpost text machine reaction to the weekend sport. There was plenty going on. It's hard to really know where to begin. Uh, the Black Caps are playing at the moment, and they're taking on Pakistan. They scored. They they scored 299 in their first innings. Uh, Will Bla- uh, Will Young got 87. You got. Tom Latham with 59, Mark Chapman 43, while Pakistan are 238 for 9 off 45 overs. So you'd think 
New Zealand will be able to cruise home there, but well, funnier things have happened in sports. So we'll keep you updated with the Black Caps. Sure, they're going to get that done. Arsenal beat Newcastle 2-0 this morning, and we've got a big show for us coming up, Kempe. What do we got coming up on the show? Yeah, we got uh, out of 7 o'clock, Glenn Jackson, ex-international uh, referee, Māori rugby league player, um, now with uh, the Chiefs, talking a, a bit about Super Rugby. Uh, Harry Simeo's coming out of the EPL with us. We, we actually got hold of Harry. We thought he might have went underground, seeing that Arsenal have choked. But no, he's fronting up this morning. He's talking about Man City and Arsenal's run home with uh, Man City got a game in hand. Ricardo told me this morning, Baz McDermott, Barry McDermott, the Sky commentator up there for Super League, played with me at Leeds. Uh, great player, played for Wigan and Great Britain, is coming out uh, of Great Britain at 8 o'clock with us because he's a bit of a... A bit of an issue up there on on the weekend when the Catalans played St Helens uh, over in France. They had a couple of balls running around and one of them got loose. So I text Baz and said, can you talk about it? He said, yeah, mate, I'll come on and have a chat with you about that. We've got um, some Super Rugby player uh, of the week from me and Izzy. Of course, we've got the Quality Warriors moment, which is a new segment from us coming up, along with Smithy's catch-up, Paulie Mawadi off the back fence, and plenty more this morning, Is It's a full show. Big show, absolutely big show coming up, and yeah, I can't wait to talk to Glenn Jackson, good man, Spay Burnley Steamers, well he's played plenty of rugby and now he's doing a fantastic job alongside Mick Burnt with Fiji in Drua, and uh, we'll get all his reaction, well it could have been a double-double for the weekend, could have been a double-double if Moana Pacifica could just lock down that scrum, and well Ken, he would have been devastated with his blues, Going down against Moana Pacific. Was it a at try? Eden Park. Was, it a, was it a penalty try? Oh, I was like, it was a, a fair way time. out. It was, it was. But the one thing I didn't understand, I would have chucked a, a back on the back of that scrum. They tried to scrum the Blues when their scrum was under the pump. They got a Simbin with, uh, you know, seven taken on eight. I'm pretty sure it was seven taken on eight. But, um,. Well, you gotta you gotta put it into your own hands. Maybe one more, one more Kempi, because he'd already given them a simbin. Because they were going back and, and and look, they're stopping pretty much a potential try. He could have gave him one more warning, but he had to make that decision. It's not the way we wanted to end. No way. I was hoping one percent. They played extremely well, man. Mm. They they deserved their chance. They Is used he? the ball. They put the Blues under pressure, and uh, yes, Kempi, don't start. Yes. Don't start about referees, mate. You know, you know what's going on again on the weekend, eh? And now we've got. The, I didn't know. And, I didn't know now, where you and sat. And now we've got the one. I don't, is it the one Vodafone CEO? Is that what is it called? One Vodafone. Uh, one New Zealand. One, one New Zealand. One New Zealand CEO coming out. Coming out. Well, I didn't know where you sit, Kempi, because I know you're not. You're not a moaner. You don't moan. You know. You not don't moan about much. Well, you do moan a little bit, but you don't <laughs> moan too often. But. I don't know whether to poke the bear and give you a chance to have your moan and, and say what you wanted to say, and, and we'll, we'll get Ricardo's reaction too because well, he was the one to really shine the light on now. What's happened around what's going on with Jason Paris, who is the 1NZ CEO, and, uh, well, oh, Abdo, he's not happy about it. I'm sure there's going to be plenty more coming from this reaction. Yeah, but it, it is. It's hard done field. by uh, well, look, You never I'm, blame the ref. No, you don't, and you can't. We actually <laughs> spoke about it on Saturday night, but there was some, like even last night when uh, Sydney City were playing, they mate, they got touted by the Cowboys. They haven't seen the Cowboys play that good this year, you know, and pick the, oh, I picked the Roosters again. I'm going to have had an absolute shock with my picks. But um, an exact same type scenario that Ricardo po- um, pointed out where Warrior Hargraves just caught one in the jaw by Tanoa, um 
to Lenore Brown and he stepped up and he's basically wouldn't play the ball and said to the referee, I'm gonna jab him basically if you don't if you don't give me the penalty. And he's gone upstairs and got the penalty. Well, the same sort of thing happened on Saturday night where um Dallin's caught one in the nose and it just hasn't mm. been able to you know, he's he's wiping it, he's waiting, they're just waiting, waiting, we're going, he's gonna get a penalty here because it showed on the replay and they've let it go. I'll, I will just say one thing about the referees, and this is like, it was again last night in that Roosters game where they've got a, they've got a call of a forward pass and the referee was right there and it wasn't a forward pass. He should have let it go. He should have let it go, but he's just reacted. There's just so much inconsistency at the moment. You know what I mean? The referees across the board, no matter who you get, and the Warriors are the, being the most inconsistent ref side in the comp. There is no consistency. Yeah, 100%, man. I mean, I, I don't know if you boys watched the, the Para uh, Gold Coast game, but in that, and I know I'm, I'm slightly one-eyed as a Para fan, but uh, <laughs> Gutho, Gutho got 10 in the bin, right, for uh, holding back a Titans player. There was hardly any contact. He did. He had his arms around his waist, like not linked or anything, but he, he did have a little grab, but it wasn't much. 10 in the bin for holding the player back after he kicked the ball. Yet, like you say, Dallin Waitini's a listener, catches one in the nose, nothing. Well, here's here's my point. Here's my point on that. So you do, you've you got this hip drop that's out of control at the moment, all right? So they don't know what they're doing, the referees. If you if you fall down on the back, you're going to get penalised. It's a 90, 99% chance you get penalised. But you get a whack around the head and they talk about concussion and they won't even go upstairs or stop play or, you know, um, give a penalty like the amount of times they go well you're on report like if you're going to attack someone around the head put them in the bin if you're going to put them in the bin for, for grabbing a jersey like this, you know what I mean I'm, so, I'm saying consistency around decisions not consistency around the, the actual um, uh, contact or whatever you, whatever is, ma- is, is happening to make that decision the referee's Consistency around decisions, like if you're going to put them in the bin, will be consistent across the decision making. But they're just—it's just not happening. And of course, with our poor boys, the Warriors, it's not what uh, Jason Paris said on the on the weekend. That's the the point, is he? It's that it's been happening, and now you've got—I um, thought, which was the most interesting one—Andrew Webster coming out and said, "Well, I'm going to hand a hat around. If you guys want to put the money in there, <laughs> I'll say whatever you want me to say." So well, he's doing a good hope, job. I just hope he doesn't buy into it. He's doing a good job biting his biting his tongue because it would be it would be frustrating. Like for years we've been going on about this Kempi. We're not getting the we're getting hard done by the bunker coming in and doing some well, just some crazy calls from the bunker. I feel like there's too many too many eyes, too many voices coming through the referees. Like there's just so much going on for these referees. They're kind of turning into robots and, and you know, trying to officiate everything. And it's the same as in rugby, you know, like with the TMOs that come and they have three hundred looks and and the referees will lose their instinctive way of refereeing, so they'll constantly go back and ask for an opinion from someone else. And that's what's happening and yeah, it's it's, it's getting absolutely frustrating and there's a lot going on. And look, oh eight hundred one five oh eight eleven if you want to have a call uh, regarding the Warriors, are they hard done by? Are we just, well, looking for something to crutch on with three straight losses? We'd love to hear from you on the temper bedpost text machine. Ricardo, 
I was going to say, it's not just rugby league either. I don't know if you boys have seen this, but Wayne Smith, the guru mm, himself, yeah. Yoda, come out and said... Oh, he's he, had enough. He's, he turned off a game between the Landers and, and the Force at halftime. Mind you, that's probably enough to make anybody turn the game off at halftime, to be honest, <laughs> those two. But anyway, he said, uh, because, you know, he said, like, the referee, Nick Berry, he said, has just got his arm out the whole time. Seven, eight phases, mm. arms still out, and then a pen goes. So, you know, the uh, and it's something that I've talked about before and I know you guys have talked about as well is when is enough time when is it how many phases do you do you have advantage for because at the moment it seems in rugby once you get an advantage you either score or you get a penalty there's no in between no and I spoke about that in the off the back fence last week about the crossover supporters you know what I mean like Wayne Smith is one of them like he's, if he's turning it over I, I think he what he wanted to say was I'd turn it over to watch um, Magic Round <laughs> not some not some geographical channel I just don't think he wanted to throw Rugby League in there but he was watching Magic Round I guarantee you and that's that crossover crowd there's just too many too many uh, too many um, I guess rules for, for referees to, to, to use don't they to put their hand out well, there's plenty going on, and I know I've asked for a call, and this guy is as passionate as always. Joe from Gizzy, we're going to have to shoot off, and we'll come back, and we'll get Joe up after the break. But remember, it is 19 past six, and it's time for this. Can't wait question of the day. New boy. Yeah. How good. How good. I love it. I love it, Rick. You want to read that can't wait question of the day out there, Rick? Sweet, sweet as, brother. The can't wait question of the day today is uh, the Warriors. Uh, I've had a couple of uh, a couple of uh, rough goes at it, but how many wins do they pick up in the next five games? They've got the Dogs, the Broncos and Napier, the Dolphins, the Raiders and the Dragons. How many wins out of those guess- five? Oh, beautiful. Great question. Great question. Let us know. Double eight, double three on the Temper Bedpost text machine. We'll shoot off. We'll get Joe from Gizzy's reaction. He'll be about to tee off on the referees, and then we'll get Kempi and my answers and, my, and, and your answer as well, Ricardo. You're listening to Izzy and Kempi for breakfast. Thanks to Chemist Warehouse.